Welcome in Eagles fans to another edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast as always part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day Louis DiBiase here joining you on this Friday edition in a very special edition of the podcast I've been teasing it to our listeners for probably like two weeks now Lars and Gino can attest to this it is the all-time Eagles draft we're going to do this in a two-part series so you're going to get Part one today on the podcast feed, and then tomorrow is part two. So I've, I've described it on the show uh, the past two weeks, what we're doing here. And it's actually, um, let me hear first, before I get into what's going on today, I want to bring in the three other hosts slash general managers that are going to be doing this with me uh, the next two days. Of course, number one, my co-host, Gino Camilleri, my other co-host, Lars Lewis. And I would say that this is the guy that you guys have heard about Lockdown Eagles before. And he came up with this idea alongside my brother, Jody B on the Locked On Sabres podcast. It is Jordan Hanskin. They came up with this idea for the Buffalo Sabres. They did an all-time and it was, you know, motivated from the quarantine, you know, no live sports, got to fill some content. So they did a draft and I was a part of it. It was a lot of fun and it's why I wanted to do it on the show today. They drafted, they did four teams, basically like a fantasy team of Sabres players from any era. And then they took the rosters, the four rosters, and they put them in the latest NHL video game. And we watched the simulation. So it was a ton of fun uh, to do. So that's what we're going to do for the Eagles today. We have four GMs. We have four teams. We're going to draft the best Eagles of all time. We're going to create a roster. And then we're going to put it in Madden. And we're going to see uh, who who builds the best team here. So once again, Louis DiBiase here, Gino Camilleri, Jordan Hanskin, and Lars Lewis. The format, you guys get a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, and a tight end, kind of like fantasy football. And you get one offensive lineman each because we're going to turn off injuries. And then on defense, you get two defensive ends, two defensive tackles. And then we'll do it in a way where you can use any type of sub package on defense. So three linebackers, three corners, and three safeties, and then you get a kicker or punter. So I introduced everybody, but I just want to make sure everybody's doing well. Uh, Gino, what's going on, brother? I'm excited for this, and we've been teasing it for a while, so it's good to finally kick this off. Just call me Gino Roseman for today. Uh, that's the only <laughs> name I will go by. Uh, not, Gino, not Gino Kelly? You don't want to be Chip no, Kelly today? I am going to absolutely dominate this. <laughs> I, I've been reading up on the analytics behind this draft. I, I know what I'm targeting early, and I just think it's an unfair advantage, and I hopefully am going to just go undefeated this season. I'm that confident. 1-0 like every smoke? week, boys. 1-0 every would, week. Would, would you like some more smoke, Gino? <laughs> hey, man, if I'm not going incompetent, what's the reason? All right, and you heard that other voice. A I, don't, I, don't, voice. I don't need to prove. I don't need to prove what I can do. How did Notre Dame end up last year? Do we want to talk about that? Let me talk about how many titles you've won with your program. Hanskin, we already got a big rivalry between Lars and Gino. What's Gino's program? You have over 200 different uniforms for your college team. Oh, Ducks? I can respect that. Yeah, Gino is an Oregon Ducks, our resident Oregon Ducks fan. Uh, Lars, Notre Dame, and uh, Jordan Hanskin, Wake Forest. I do not have a college team. Wake Forest? Get out of here. I went went there. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. All right, that makes sense. I'm a modder. You got to respect it. Yeah, um, yeah, we go to war, man. Eight and four with the smallest uh, school in uh, Power Five. Are there any? Uh, I don't think there's any Wake Forest key like Eagles in their history, but maybe I'm. You, Chris yeah. Givens never never stopped for a couple. <laughs> no, couple no, he no he did. Chris <laughs> Givens was on the roster a couple years that ago. That was uh, the year that they brought in Givens, and um, oh, it was 2016, right with DGB and um, yeah, that they tried everybody out. Oh, they, that, you know, who else they brought in? They brought. 
they brought Ruben Ruben Randall. Randall. Yep, that's the name. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lou will like this though. We've become a Bachelor U apparently. Yes, we that's, have, that's, uh, that's yeah. correct. The and newest they, they, uh, Bachelor is a is a Wake Forest wide receiver. That's what happens when you're a, a subpar Power Five team. All right, yeah. this is fun. We're already we're getting a lot of chirps going. Before right, we're going back to the so, NFL. Yeah, so let's get back to the Eagles here, this all-time Eagles draft. All right, so the way we're going to do this, again, you heard the format. We're going to draft now like it's a fantasy snake draft. So the order is, Lars, you are on the clock. I've been trying to crack you, buddy, for an entire week to see who you're going to pick here. I think I have a suspicion of which quarterback I think you'll take. But uh, You've been trying to you... extract evidence from me for over three weeks, and I'm not having any part of it. Yeah, so you have the first overall pick, and I've been trying to figure out because I'm picking number two, and I really don't know what I'm going to do. And then with the third overall pick, Jordan Hanskin has the honor of making that selection. And then, Gino, you have the fourth and final pick in the first round, and then it'll snake around in the second round, and you will get the first pick and you know, vice versa. So we're going to do it that way. So without further ado, let's get this underway. The all-time Eagles draft right here on Lockdown Eagles and the Lockdown Podcast Network. Mr. Lars Lewis, I send it over to you with the first overall pick. Thank you very much, Louis DiBiase. Thank you, everybody, for joining us with the first pick in the Eagles all-time Madden draft. I have selected LaShawn McCoy. What? Running back. <laughs> Yo! Yes, 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 Lars, I yes. absolutely love you. Wait, this is God great. God bless I mean, you, Mike Mayock and John Gruden. To Lars, <laughs> yes. I said it was a yeah. It's like the Cleveland Farrell of our draft. I said it was. What is that? Like, it's fantasy format, like for the rosters. But you know, in Madden, I don't know. Maybe he's gonna he's gonna run it thirty times a game. Oh, Lars, I explain yourself. So much. Someone who is Lashawn McCoy is the most multifaceted player. I think he's the most talented player. In this in this hole, and like you, everybody on that offense in the Eagles' history, I don't think there's a more accomplished player offensively than Lashawn McCoy. He's that much of a weapon, and that's okay. a, that's a man that I want. All right, the all-time all leading right. rusher in he Eagles can, history. He can catch. He, he can catch. He can run. I love running swing routes, and it's it's more or less just my philosophy playing Madden. I love using running backs a lot. Okay, that's, wait, you don't get to play the game. It's simulated. No, it is it is simulated, but um here's the I thing too though. I, I, let me let me let me try to defend let me try to defend Lars here real quick. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you don't have to defend me at all. This is my decision. This is <laughs> okay. who I want. Right, Can you right, imagine right. though, like like the coach after picking the player first overall, I love running swing routes. <laughs> what what is more shocking? <laughs> Chip Kelly actually trading LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso or Lars taking LaShawn McCoy first. Man, I love this so much. All right. It's it's but in fairness to Lars, like there are only four teams. So there yeah, are I would I say mean, more than four good Eagles quarterbacks. He's got right? time. Yeah. He's got time it, to make up. But yeah. Lars, yeah. just stick to your brand here, what buddy. What do you, you mean gotta... make up? There's <laughs> Hey man, running back in my philosophy, Lars. We're talking philosophy. Drop from LaShawn McCoy with running backs for the Eagles. Lars, you got to oh. take Norm Van Brocklin now to stick to your brand, but uh, we'll we'll come back around to you. <laughs> I don't you. know what kind of brand you're talking about. I took LaShawn <laughs> McCoy, didn't I? Well, you're an old man. You took a running back first, and you're going to take an old quarterback second. I feel like it's perfect for your brand. <laughs> I hate all of you. All right, we'll get back <laughs> Lars, to Lars. We're so we'll get, glad you're here. I know. I love it, man. We'll I get back to Lars so at the end of the second round. So that is a curveball I did not expect. I thought he was going to take Randall Cunningham there personally uh, with that first pick. And I was I had a quarterback in mind, but this makes it a little bit more difficult. Um 
for for Madden, the way I did these rankings was it's kind of a combination of their accomplishments throughout their Eagles career and also just, you know, straight talent, right? I didn't want to put a guy like, um, I don't know, Norm Van Brocklin's more accomplished than Michael Vick, but I think it's crazy to put Norm Van Brocklin over Michael Vick in these rankings. So with that, I'm going to take a quarterback here because quarterbacks are going to dictate to me the success of our teams here. And there's a bunch of good ones. Pure talent-wise, you got Cunningham, Vick, Carson Wentz, Donovan McNabb. I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. I think he is the most talented Eagles quarterback. I don't think he, you know, I, I think it's a combination because I think Vic's the most physically gifted, but you know, the combination of physical tools, mobility, arm strength, the, the mental processing, the leadership, I know leadership's not going to do anything for you in Madden, but uh, Carson Wentz to me is the quarterback here that I want running my football team. And um, I don't think I'm a prisoner of the moment. I think Wentz, when it's all said and done, is going to be the best quarterback in Eagles history. And I'm riding that with my team right now. I'm not shocked that you took him after our podcast the other day. Yeah, exactly. Dude, all these stats that are getting thrown around on Twitter just showing how elite he is. I'm I'm going with him. Good pick. All right, so I got my quarterback. Carson Wentz is the first quarterback off the board. Mr. Jordan Hanskin now at third overall. I love that Hanskin's a part of this because, again, like he is the brainchild of this idea alongside my brother. But like Hanskin, he, he's not an Eagles fan, but he knows his birds. We did an NFL radio show together for five years, and he was always there on Sundays watching. Um, even in 2013, he has a, a funny story of um, when the Eagles played the Saints in the playoffs. He was with me when uh, – who was it? Was it uh, Shane Graham? Graham the Nacho right? game? Yeah, the not Hans can exp- explain the nacho game. So, so real quick aside uh, here, uh, the nacho game is Lou was getting really mad because Mark Ingram was just kind of running it down the Eagles' throat to yeah. kind of chew a clock and set up a set up a game winning field goal for New Orleans. And <laughs> Lou left the room where we're all watching the game. His brother's kind of razzing him a bit about the game, like, "Oh, you're you're gonna lose." That's so funny. And Lou <laughs> decided to make nachos, and he just started eating them in the dark, like pitch black. <laughs> He's eating these cheesy salsa covered nachos by himself alone, just miserable. I mean, I didn't realize I didn't realize that I would feel the same heartbreak this year when the yeah. Bills went full like psycho mode against right. the Texans. Uh, I, I totally get the feeling now. Yeah, that's the thing. Foles left with the lead, but it was that moment where you knew there was nothing you can do. They were in field goal range. You had no timeouts, and they were going to win the game. But, you know, Jordan knows his NFL. He knows his Eagles. You guys have heard him on the podcast before, and I like that we kind of have a non-fan perspective in this draft because I think it's going to be more head picks than heart. And let's see what he does with his first pick. Hanskin, you're up. Yeah, so uh, I was really thinking, like, I'm going to go quarterback. Like, I got to go quarterback. Quarterback's the most important. Analytics approach. Get get my head coach Chip Kelly his quarterback. <laughs> and, <Mariana? laughs> no, and but now Lars forced my hand. Like he took a guy. The board set up perfectly for me, and I feel like I can still get my quarterback. Maybe second, maybe even third round. And I want what I think is the best eagle of all time, and I'm going to take Reggie White, okay. as defensive end, son of a Go gun from the trenches. That's a is that is that Gino? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I like what I said, chaos. Oh, Most important thing in defense is pass rusher, yep. at least in today's NFL. And I think uh, Reggie White's one of the best to ever do yeah, it. So I, I would thinking. say top three to do it. All right. So, Gino, he threw you a curveball there with Reggie White off the board. You have you have two picks now here, so you can go back to back. The last pick in the first round and the first and the second. What are you going to do? That really threw me off. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Just happened to fall to number three. I mean, it's it's truly unbelievable. <laughs> But in my opinion, I mean, 
I have to go with arguably the second best Eagle of all time and take Brian Dawkins. Like I, if I didn't take Brian Dawkins here, I feel like I would be doing myself as a big safety fan and as the biggest Brian Dawkins fan. I mean, he was everything to me growing up and it was to many Eagles fans and just set the tone for the defense. And we've been looking to replace him for how long now and really yeah. truly a cornerstone for that defense, which I think, I mean, Howie Roseman, he would he would sign him again if if he was the GM back then. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I like I how during so our pre-draft talk, it seemed like it was going to be chalk with all quarterbacks. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, nope. there, I know there was only one you, quarterback you, that won the first. I mean, I guess maybe threw literally a wrench into the machine. Yeah, I know. I know. But again. And I don't, I don't regret my pick of Carson Wentz. I wanted my pick of the litter. I think quarterback's going to matter most in this simulation. But you guys took three Mount Rushmore Eagles in Reggie White, Brian Dawkins, and LaShawn McCoy. So uh, I can respect all three picks. So that's the first round. Lars takes LaShawn McCoy first overall. I go with Carson Wentz second. Hanson goes with Reggie White in the third uh, pick. And then Gino finishes off the first round with safety Brian Dawkins. So two Hall of Famers and I think two other ones that are going to be um, in Eagles history all right Gino you're up on the clock again in the second round with the first pick all right I'm gonna shock everybody and I truly believe the Eagles would have had two Super Bowls if this one gentleman stayed in Philadelphia for longer than one season and maybe oh, I think I know who it is more I'm going Terrell Owens because right. arguably he had the single best season as a, an Eagles wide receiver maybe ever and and I really think that at the top of his game he was one of the top 10 wide receivers we've ever seen like he was truly unbelievable yeah, it's one of those players that me and Lars did an episode a couple of weeks ago about one-hit wonders in Eagles history. T.O., I think, was the most impactful and uh, one of the best receivers of all time, for sure. So Gino goes with Terrell Owens in the second round with the first pick. So he's got T.O. and Brian Dawkins. Hans, can we go back to you? You have a defensive stud in Reggie White on the edge. Here's your second pick. I'm also going to stay in the trenches, but I'm going to take – I got to take this guy. He's got to be on my team. He's one of my favorite, not only like one of my favorite linemen of all time, yeah. one of my favorite Bills of all time. And his Bills career is cut so short. And uh, now he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm going to take Jason Peters. Like the Bills let this guy go. And I still really haven't forgiven the franchise for it because this guy is one of the best offensive linemen ever. First ballot and, Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's and, he, and he's going to go in as an eagle and it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of make me sick to my stomach a little bit. <laughs> I, like, I, love this guy. I like Hanskin's strategy. Of yeah, I do too. I mean, it's not flashy, but he's got two of the best linemen in Eagles history. I, I would now say the Eagles build their team. Yeah, the so one, the one Bills fans building the team. Yeah, the, most yeah. the quarterback protect the quarterback. <laughs> All right. Yep. So Jordan Hanskin is Jason Peters and Reggie White. So I'm on the clock here. I went with Carson Wentz second overall. I really was aiming for one of those two linemen in Reggie White or Jason Peters. So uh, that throws kind of a wrench into my plan here with my second pick. But I'm going to stick with the trenches as well. I think this is the second most talented uh, tackle the Eagles have ever had and still have right now one of the best players on their team. And it's right tackle Lane Johnson. Okay. That's a good pick. That's the thing so, with offensive linemen. It's always it's never a bad pick because I, I think when you look at Peters and Johnson, they're probably the two most talented in the history yeah. of the team. Well, especially with the Eagles. Like, the Eagles have a great history of offensive line play. Well, it's I mean, crazy. I mean, they're spoiled. The, the fact that they got to have Jason Peters and Lane Johnson for, what, seven years? I mean, a lot of teams don't get that. So, 
Uh, I wanted to protect Carson Wentz. I'm going to keep Lane Johnson at right tackle. I know early on the plan when Peters retired was to move him to Wentz's or to whoever's blind side, but Lane Johnson going to stay at right tackle now uh, for my roster. So I have Wentz and Johnson. Lars, you picked LaShawn McCoy, a shocker with the first overall pick. He can still get you his have, quarterback. Look at yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. So what a, what actually, a genius. You know, kind of kind of worked. Lars, you have back-to-back picks here with the last pick in the second and the first and the third. Go right ahead. So I still get to I still get to have who I want yeah. in the second round. I, I incited chaos amongst everybody, and I still get to have the pick that I want. So with the second pick, for my team, I am going to take Randall Cunningham. I, I knew you were going to have him. University I, I thought, of Nevada, Las Vegas. <laughs> I forgot he went to school there. Yes. So I thought you were going to make this pick, and uh, you can make the argument he has the best physical tools in Eagles history, and, man, put him in this era, and we're going to in the simulation. He could probably thrive. So Lars gets his quarterback, his offense now, one-two punch of Cunningham and McCoy in the backfield. It's pretty good, man. Run some read option. Uh, you have the first pick as well in the third round. I mean, that was my. That's basically my strategy. It's going to be a lot of run, a lot of option. That's. I mean, it's that's my mindset, Lou. You know that for a long time. So I would say, I feel pretty good with my offense. But with that, I'm going to have the, for the first pick in the third round. I'm going to take wide receiver. Wow, Deshaun Jackson. Oh my god! Oh my, that was I. I'm going all offense. I okay. I know Deshaun Jackson is like beloved among among you guys. Yeah, is he really the ninth best eagle? Um, I would say he. You can make the. I would say Harold Carmichael's is the a top yeah. two receiver with To. I, I think you can make the argument Deshaun Jackson's top three. It's close. Yeah, so I, I guess it's if you're. I don't think he's a top nine eagle of all time. Um. But I think it is if you want a receiver here with T.O. off the board, it's kind of pick your poison with Deshaun Jackson yeah, or Harold Carmichael. Yeah, do you, do you want the best deep threat of all time or do you want this giant stud in Harold Carmichael? And with Lars, though, I get it. I mean, Randall Cunningham, one of the strongest arms in the NFL. I would love to see that combo, you know, in modern day. A prime Cunningham and a prime Jackson. I you mean, we saw him at the like, other end of that 99-yard touchdown. Yeah, pass. right. I mean, like that. Yeah, you could exactly. see Deshaun at the end of that. So yeah, he fits. Lars, he does fit the. He does fit yeah. Lars's early offense here. Lars is going for, for sure. flash and style points, kind of like I did in the all-time Sabers draft. I went just pure goal scoring. <laughs> it was an eight to seven game after game yeah. after game. So, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, with me, I, I'm going by the Madden philosophy of okay. just skill, just pure skill, and who can like Deshaun Jackson. His speed is going to be around ninety-eight to ninety-nine. He can outrun a lot of corners, and. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of deep balls. And I think Randall Cunningham, that was his strongest aspect of his game, was throwing deep balls to Fred Barnett yep. and also utilizing his tight end and, and Keith Jackson. And I, I feel like that's the offense I want. I want a yeah. speed guy, a wide receiver. I have LaShawn McCoy in the backfield and Randall Cunningham. You've got a crazy fun trio. I really do like your team a lot. So I'm up here in the second in the third round with the second pick. I have Carson Wentz and Lane Johnson. I'm going to stick with the trenches here. Um, I'm going to go with Fletcher Cox. So Reggie White was the player I wanted on the edge. After him, there's kind of a drop off. You know, Trent Cole's available, Brandon Graham. But 
I'm going to move inside here and go with the second best defensive lineman I think the Eagles have ever had from a talent perspective. You know, it, it could be between Cox and Jerome Brown, but I'm going to go with Fletcher Cox here and really sure up the trenches at defensive tackle and stop LaShawn McCoy. I'm so sick of that. He's taking these. These pass rushers. We have we have four offensive linemen or four linemen in total taken. Two offensive linemen and two defensive linemen taken. So we uh we're we're really thinking like Howie Roseman here. So and they're all four linemen have been taken by myself and Jordan Hanskin, who is now on the clock. Uh, Jordan, you still don't have a quarterback. Let's see what you do here. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna take linemen again. I'm gonna take all Jason right. Kelsey. Put him at center. Oh man. Wow. He's just gonna. I oh, I <laughs> want to run it down people's throats. And I'm going to make it pretty clear. <laughs> well, in pass protection too, whoever you have, I mean, you're going to be pretty well off as well. I mean, offensive line, and we see it with the Eagles the past two years. They've had injuries across the board, but if they have that elite offensive line intact, I mean, they're winning football games. So <laughs> I don't I, hate your I don't hate your plan. I also think like Jason Kelsey. I love when people like put up like lineman film. I mean, that's the position I played. Like I, I and I love like the subtlety of it. And like Jason Kelsey, by far, has some of the most fun. Yeah, of like it, any of like any player I've seen in a while. Yeah, he, like, the dude seeing him twenty yards down the field blocking corners <laughs> is really a lot yeah, of fun. I think that, like guys like him and 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 he's uh, fast. Quentin, yeah, him, Quentin <laughs> Nelson. Like these guys are just amazing athletes. All right, I knew so he was gonna. I knew Lars was gonna stick Quentin Nelson in there. Notre Dame. <laughs> he's that good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gino, you're on the, the clock here. Kelsey. Gino's on the clock wrapping up the third round, and you also have the pick in the fourth first overall. So you have Terrell Owens and Brian Dawkins. A lot of the trenches have been taken. I know that bothers you, buddy. All right, I mean, it bothers me to, to a degree, but, I mean, Jordan kind of showed his hand, and everybody's saying they want to run the ball down our throats. Well, I'm going to counteract that and – we're going with Jerome Brown, who arguably is the Ooh. second best defensive tackle in For Eagles sure. history. I mean, we got to sure up the interior. Guy's so young, man. I know it. I mean, it really is because he had a hell of a career ahead of him, and just a guy that was before his time. I mean, you look at his measurables; he's six two, two ninety two. That makes for a perfect three tech in this modern day and age. Somebody that could get after the quarterback, just really, just truly fit into that identity of that Eagles defense and. I mean, man, just it really is a shame that he died so young. Yeah, 100%. But for this draft, I mean, I think it's a it's a great pick here. I think you can make the argument he's right there with Fletcher Cox, and if he played longer, he would be right there with Cox um, for best defensive tackle of all time. Love mm-hmm. the pick here, and it looks like we're all – I mean, it seems like we're, I mean, I don't want to say Lars is committing to the run, although he has McCoy, but he did take Randall Cunningham and Deshaun Jackson. So he's going to push the ball down the field as well. But you get that pressure inside. Quarterbacks hate that. So we got two defensive tackles taken in that third round. Gino, you're up again here with the first pick in the fourth. Sticking in the trenches. I'm going the other left tackle that was the predecessor to Jason Peters. And I'm going with Trey Thomas, guy who is just, a cornerstone at left tackle for Donovan McNabb forever. You just knew that he was going to be on the field, and he really was Jason Peters before Jason Peters was here, and we've just been lucky at left tackle for so long, and I got to throw up my blind side for whoever my quarterback's going to be coming up here. 
yeah, the fact that they went, again, from Trey Thomas to Jason Peters to Lane Johnson, the Eagles have had a lot of good luck. And I don't want to just say it's good luck. They have prioritized the offensive and defensive lines. So it makes sense that they've had so much success. And Trey Thomas is one of those success stories. So Mm -hmm. Geno's got Terrell Owens, Trey Thomas, Jerome Brown, and Brian Dawkins. We go back to Jordan Hanskin, who has three linemen so far. Will that trend continue? Uh, No. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm actually going to drop into the second level here. A little bit defensively, and I'm going to take uh, Chuck Bednarik. So right. I saw that he's uh, named on two sides of the football. <laughs> yes, and so if you so, want him, so I mean, <laughs> I don't get both Chucks. I get no, no, just no, no. the line. You get one Chuck. So we're turning injuries off because we're not doing an entire 53 man roster. So Chuck Bednarik, there are two Bednariks. You can have him either as a linebacker or a center. And since Hanskin already has Jason Kelsey, um, the, the linebacker it is. <laughs> there it is. I'm, right. I'm good with it. I mean, he's got a college football war named after him. The dude's a beast. Yep. So Hanskin goes with one of the Eagles early legends, concrete Charlie, uh, with his pick here in the fourth round. Good so luck trying to run the ball now. So I'm up here. I've got Carson Wentz. I've got Lane Johnson and Fletcher Cox going trench. Hat. I'm kind of building what the Eagle, really the modern day uh, Eagles, but now I, I want to add some weapons for Carson Wentz. I'm not going to neglect it. I'm not going to give him Deontay Burnett and Robert Davis this year. So Greg Ward. To, <laughs> yeah, Greg Ward. I need to build around him and I'm going to go with the all-time leading receiver in Eagles history, and it's Harold Carmichael. Like I know I mentioned a couple times how Randall Cunningham was stuck in the wrong era. Carmichael, man, like this is a dude, what, he was 6'7"? I mean, crazy height, but he also ran like a 4'4", and had crazy run after the catchability. I kind of don't take sports seriously pre-1980, but there's players that I make the exception for, and Carmichael is certainly one of them. I think Wentz is going to have a field day with this player. I I think so. Like you said, he's listed six foot eight. Oh, six eight. Yeah, six eight. Six eight. Have you seen any receiver who's six foot eight in the NFL? That's crazy. LeBron That's James. A basketball. Player. LeBron. Yeah, Harold Carmichael was <laughs> LeBron James, but uh, he is also going into the Hall of Fame this year too. So we get that noteworthy uh, player getting into Canton this summer. All right, Lars, you're up. You've gone all style points here. Randall Cunningham, LaShawn McCoy, and Deshaun Jackson. I think the fans are really going to like your team early on. We'll see if the the results um, actually come to fruition in the simulation. But here you go with your uh, last pick in this round, and you'll wrap back around here in round five with your first pick. With the fourth pick, I'm going to take Eric Allen, cornerback. Wow. The The second defensive back, the first corner off the board. Six-time Pro Bowl, first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro as part of the Eagles' 75th anniversary team, Eagles Hall of Fame. I, I don't. It's, it's kind of shocking to me that he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame with how good he was. I, right. think, I think there's two. I think there's two Eagles corners that should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't. I think. I think Eric Allen and Asante Samuel both deserve more credit for what they did. Oh, Asante, right. I think he's, he was a yeah. big reason why the Eagles' defense was as good as it was. He had a season where he had eight interceptions. I mean, that's not really done a lot anymore. I mean, him, Asante, they were the ball hawks of uh, Eagles corners. So, like that pick, the first corner off the board, Eric Allen. So, Lars, you kind of have a nice mix, a nice balance here of 90s Eagles and, uh, you know, the modern-day Eagles. That's your first defensive player. Will that trend continue here in round five? Well, with round five, I'm actually going to go into the trenches for the first time, and I've been a big fan. I've been a big fan of this man, and – Unfortunately, something happened where he will no longer be playing this year, but I'm going to take Brandon Brooks. Hey, man, I think, I think it's a great pick. He is the 
to me, he's been the best offensive lineman in football the past three years. Sucks that he has two Achilles tears now in the last two years. But um, hey, but injuries are turned I mean, off in yes, this game. He's injuries are turned off in this game. 100%. Only allowed three sacks with the Eagles since 2016, which is just nuts. So Lars goes with Eric Allen and Brandon Brooks in back-to-back picks. So I loop back around here uh, with my pick in round five. I have an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. I got Wentz, his wide receiver, one. I think I'm going to hold off on more skill position players, and I'm going to stick back to the trenches here, and I'm going to pair up Lane Johnson with – well, he'll be on the other side – but I'm going to go with one of the best Eagles guards that just – another one of those just mess-ups by Chip Kelly that he just did not understand talent um, when he had it, and it's Evan Mathis. I'm going with Evan Mathis as my left guard. One of the best you know, ever. You know, yeah, I was going to say, you talk about a, uh, an offensive lineman for the Eagles that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I mean, Mathis was elite there for three, four seasons. He was part of the PFF all-decade team. I yep. mean, how they let him walk is crazy to me. All-time great. I mean, he was like Chris Long to me before Chris Long came here, like that yeah. type of personality, like would say what he wanted to say. It was always a guy that would show up on Sundays. And, man, that talk about one of the great lines in Eagles history. That truly was it. All I right. So Jordan, crazy that Matt oh, sorry, Lord, six teams. Yeah, I know. I know, right? That's a great point. <laughs> he was kind of a journeyman and yet turned into an elite player for the Eagles. All right, so I'm going with Evan Mathis, Jordan Hanskin. You've gone with no style points so far. You're going all grit, which shouldn't really surprise me at all, considering your sports philosophy. Live, uh, live in is, the trenches, man. Yeah, Game's won there. True. Yeah, but um, I also like acknowledge that in today's NFL, I know it's Madden 04 or whatever, but in today's NFL, secondary is secondary's king defensively. And well, hold, I uh, hold want... on real quick. We have, I have not released. So what game we're going to be simulated in has not yet been decided. So oh. – Drama. It's it, it's most likely going to be a modern day Madden. So for people trying to consider Michael Vick here, just keep that in mind. <laughs> I see. You don't want you don't want cheat code. You don't want cheat code Vick. Well, because if it was Madden 04, I mean, most I mean, it's, it's, it's actually like unfair. Draft. How good? Yeah, Michael it's Vick it's kind of like it's kind of like taking Bo Jackson and and Tecmo Bowl. So I mean, <laughs> right? I I, I really thought it. it was going to be Madden 04 just for the fun yeah. nostalgic purpose. But Vick but... Vick would destroy. <laughs> it would be yeah, over. So. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Asante Samuel. I think we, we mentioned him earlier. Um, Stop that's, taking my guys. <laughs> that, that's, who, that's who I wanted. I mean, I live with – I was telling uh, Lou before the draft, like 2000 to 2010 Eagles, that's that's where that's where the heart is for, for oh, me. Yeah. And he is one of the most fun corners, not just in Eagles history, but that I've ever watched in NFL history. I mean, talk about a guy with just crazy ball instincts. He didn't really like to hit a whole lot. But it didn't really matter when the guy's getting, you know, seven to eight interceptions. Now in we're going to ask him to do. We're going to yeah. ask him. We got Chuck think, for that. I think Asante Samuel belongs in Canton. He's very vocal, too. Very fun uh, Twitter follow as well. So you get points <laughs> for that as well. Uh, Gino, you're up here with the last pick in the fifth round and the first in the second or uh, sixth round. All right. I'm sticking with secondary. I'm going total nostalgia factor on my defense so far. I'm going Troy Vincent. I mean, I was wondering one which of- one of those early 2000s corners you take. I was close on shuffle. I was really close. I mean, but Troy just to me is one of the best to ever do it, man. Like you talk about the best secondary in Eagles history. It was that early 2000s. I mean, Bobby oh, yeah. Taylor, Lito Shepard, Troy Vincent, um, Sheldon, a young Sheldon Brown, man. Yeah. I mean, it was seriously one of the best defenses. God, do I miss those watched. days. <laughs> yeah. Fun, no, fun fact. Without a doubt, man. 
Fun fact: He broke JP Lawson's ankle and or leg in training camp. Oh, I know. Troy I remember lit it, Troy Vincent yep. lit him up. <laughs> now he's heading up uh, the NFL PA. So Troy Vincent for Gino here with his last pick in the fifth round. You got another pick here in the sixth. So the interior of the offensive line, I mean, it's going pretty quick, and I feel like I would kind of be doing myself a disservice if I didn't have one of the top guys here. And I got to add Todd Harriman's to the mix just because he's able to play basically everywhere on the field. I'll throw yeah. him at guard, of course, but but to me, he's just one of the all-time utility infielders of the Eagles. I mean, he really did everything that that team needed him to do. I mean, he played left tackle, right tackle, right guard, center. I mean, he was literally everywhere. And and to me, that is what the Eagles' identity has been for so long on the offensive line. And he was kind of like the the first to do it for them and being this utility guy that they've so long desired. And guys like Big V and Alan Barbre was along those lines as well. And mm-hmm. Isaac Sayamalu, just guys you can move all over. And he was kind of the first to do it. So I have to go with Harriman's. Gino with a really nice balance here. He's got a couple offensive linemen, a defensive lineman, two defensive backs, and a receiver. Still no quarterback. So the two quarterbacks taken so far, I took Carson Wentz second overall. And then in the second round, Lars took Randall Cunningham. So Hanskin and Gino, now you guys kind of have the luxury of, you know, waiting and being able to build your roster, unless you're worried that the other guy is going to take your quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what you guys do here moving forward. And Hanskin, you're up here on the clock in the sixth round. Yeah, I think I'm actually pretty content with, like, I still have three quarterbacks I'm debating on, sure. and I'm pretty content with any of the three. Um, so I'm going to stick on the defense. I want I want my defense to be the best, and I want I want you guys to get frustrated when you can't score on them. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to add some leadership to the back end here, uh, and I'm going to take Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, love it. And he, I don't even know where, I don't even know what position to put him on. Oh this if we Bills. lose this thing to a Bills fan, I literally might just not ever be the co-host. I want Malcolm at Rover. Yeah, we're going to, if, if Hanskin wins, if Hanskin wins, he gets Geno's job. <laughs> oh Please just take it at that. Those are some I mean, Malcolm Jenkins still has one of my favorite, like, hits in oh, Super Brandon Cooks. Um, Eagles on like the Patriots, like yep. oh, anybody hitting the Patriots is awesome. And that, it was, it was yeah. brutal. It was brutal. It was violent, but it was pretty clean. And like, it's like an awesome player. Um, another, another vocal leader on my team. Another, another Great. fun, fun yeah, guy. I- and again, he can play all across the formation, in the box, slot corner, you know, rushing the passer deep. The Eagles are going to miss Malcolm Jenkins. I like what they have at safety right now, but, um, I mean, that that is a modern-day defensive, you know, uh, positionless player and going to miss him in New Orleans. But no Jamal Adams interest? Um, I did a whole podcast. He's interested in you. Trust me, I love, you the, I love the player. And I was talking with Gino about this yesterday. I love the player, love the fit long-term and short-term, but – I think the combo and like cap space has never turned me off before with Howie Roseman as your GM, but the combo of like a giant $15 million a year contract and having to give up like multiple top picks. I don't know. I, I'm kind of turned off by it. I just want him out of the division. So just check my Twitter stream. I mean, people have been all over me about speaking out about acquiring Jamal Adams. Like it's crazy that I want elite players on my team. Like it's <laughs> no, absolutely no, no. insane yeah. that 
You want an elite young safety on your team. From- you are totally justified in wanting to make it work. Like, <laughs> it's literally yeah, kind exactly. of a Minka Fitzpatrick thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, a year later, yeah. Exactly. No, that's a great way to put it. All right, so I'm up here with my pick in the sixth round, and uh, defensive backs are starting to go here. Troy Vincent, Asante Samuel, and Eric Allen off the board at corner. Malcolm Jenkins and Brian Dawkins, the two safeties off the board. Dawkins was the first pick, and then uh, Jenkins, the second safety off the board here. So while we're all... And, you know, we're building responsibly through the trenches, and we had a lot of run game talk here with our Madden strategies, but I don't want to get thrown out of the building um, if you guys decide to do that. I mean, Lars has Randall Cunningham and Deshaun Jackson right now. Geno's got Terrell Owens. So I'm going to take another corner here. I really wanted Asante Samuel or Eric Allen. I wanted that ball hawk. But I'll go with a one of the most well-rounded Eagles corners, their last first round pick at the cornerback position and they've been trying to replace this guy for a decade and a half and it's Lido Shepard so Gino when you um, I didn't know which 2000s corner you were going to go with whoever you didn't go with I was going to take the other one here makes a ton of sense I mean Lido you, you can throw him at returner as well Lou yeah I mean that's, Good a, point. that's a great pick as that's well. something to consider here yeah that's true that it, it definitely is I mean we're playing mad and you got to take yep. everything into account and he really was one of the best and I just have the nostalgia of sitting there playing Mad no five and he's on the team and you got Terrell Owens on the cover and he's yeah. turning the ball and you just do some unbelievable spin move and he breaks out to the edge and you return it for a touchdown and hasn't been many better returners in Eagles history than Lito Shepard that's for sure yeah so that's an added incentive for taking him with this pick so I get my CB one of the team my second defensive player all right Lars you're up you've got Randall Cunningham with Sean McCoy Deshaun Jackson and Brandon Brooks on offense your one defensive player is Eric Allen so you've got back-to-back picks here in round uh, six and seven right and I I've been giving it I've been giving it a lot of thought and thinking you know I, I kind of have to now address the the trenches and I feel like it could be a bit of a reach, but I, I just just seeing what happens throughout the rest of the draft, I'm I'm going to take Brandon Graham. Damn it, that was uh, I, I was aiming for him here on the That's edge. A good pick. <sighs> Over Trent Cole, interesting. It, do it, Gino. Do you think we're at the point now where Graham? I know Cole has him in sacks, and I think he will by the time Graham retires. Still. Um, but is Graham like seen as the second best defensive end now? Or I mean, I know he's the second favorite, but is he ahead I'd of Trent? I still take Trent, but yeah, I mean, I Brandon Graham. A, I mean, skill set wise, I would take Trent Cole's pass rusher a thousand times sure. over Brandon okay, that's Graham. Fair. I, I think mean, overall, as a true player, pass rusher, I think overall as a player, I might want Graham because he can play yeah. inside and out. And against and he the won the Super Bowl so for you. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, but no, I, I just, just think I feel like. With what we've seen the last couple of years, it seems like just it's the bigger the game, the better yeah. Brandon Graham plays. No, fair, that's fair. fair and, take I, and I think very fair. Yeah, take. and I think with your first defensive lineman getting a versatile guy like that that can play inside and out is um, is a, is a good pick there. So you got Brandon Graham in the sixth round. Here's your seventh round pick. So with my seventh round pick, I'm gonna go back into the. I'm gonna go back into the interior, and I'm gonna take. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to take Al Wistert. All right. One of the best Eagles offensive linemen in the early eras. Um, you get your second offensive lineman as you have Brandon Brooks as well inside. So uh, a good pick there. And Lars, your team's kind of, you're, you're starting to come around here and start to uh, build inside. Well, I, I'm, 
I wanted to get the flash first. I wanted mm-hmm. to get my my speed guys, and now I can start assessing things with the offensive line. I I wanted the guys who I wanted early, and now I can fill out the rest. All right, so I'm up here in the seventh round, and I don't know. I, I really wanted Deshaun Jackson. I got Harold Carmichael. So at receiver, I still want to wait. Same with running back. Now that McCoy's off the board, there's a ton of guys that I'm good with. I've got a couple linemen. I kind of want to go with an edge here to pair up with Fletcher Cox. And although like Trent Cole's on the board, I don't know if he is the obvious choice. For, because Clyde Simmons, I think, is so vastly underrated because mm-hmm. he was on a line with Reggie White and Jerome Brown. But just listen to this guy's numbers. Just listen to the run he was on from 1988 to, with the Eagles till 1992. Eight sacks, 15 and a half, seven and a half, 13 and then 19. I mean, this guy has not talked about enough what a stud he was on the opposite end. I'm going to go – I know Trent Cole is right there, but I love Clyde Simmons. He's a a player that I wish I could have watched when he was in his prime. And um, I like – I also want to – another strategy for this, I want to combine different Eagles eras. I want to have fun Mm -hmm. with that. I don't want to just build an entire team of, you know, 2017 Eagles, as good of a strategy as that could be. I want to kind of switch it up here, and I'm going to go with Clyde Simmons to pair up with Fletcher Cox on my defensive line. Well, I think that's the beauty of, of Madden is that we can create all of these things. We can right. go by we could go by numbers. The thing is overall skill set and obviously players from years past don't have the physical capabilities of the guys nowadays, but that doesn't really matter much in Madden. Yeah. So I, I think and I think Simmons translates really well to the modern day defensive lineman. So I'm going with Clyde Simmons. He is the third defensive end off the board. Trent Cole still available. We head over to Jordan Hanskin with his pick in the seventh round. Yeah, so uh this is an opportunity for me, I think, to get a skill position guy that I really wanted. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna take uh Brian Westbrook. I think he's one of the most underrated football players like ever. Like in a, in a in a totally in an agree. era where there are so many great like running backs, like that was really like a prime running back era. Like you had all the different like they were all in like different shapes and sizes. Like, yeah, like Jerome Bettis, like Sean right, Alexander, yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson, right. and Brian Westbrook just consistently was awesome. I know he, it mainly just from like almost a fantasy purposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and was, like I would always want like Brian Westbrook, and he, he was, was just a precursor like, to Sean good McCoy, every basically. year. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, Overliable. I, I would go even to another step. I wouldn't say he's the same level as Christian McCaffrey, but like receiving wise, listen to Westbrook's numbers. He had in a five year stretch here. He, I mean, he was basically their wide receiver one in 2004, 73 catches, then 61, then 77, then 90. I mean, this guy was not only your best running back, but he was your top passing target for Donovan McNabb as well. I mean, he was exactly what teams want in a running back now is more of this, you know, weapon back there that can do it all. And it's why, again, Gino, me and you have been, you know, now that they got Miles Sanders, they're good. But the past couple of years, we've been complaining and wanting that kind of weapon for Carson Wentz. And that's what Brian Westbrook was for McNabb. Totally, man. And we, we talked about Lito Shepard with the returnability. Brian Westbrook, yep, same true. thing. I think that's another uh, added element. And I, I think Jordan said it perfectly. He is one of the most underrated players maybe ever. Because, I mean, even when he went to San Francisco, he had some success. So mm-hmm. he did it for nearly a decade. And at that position, to have that much longevity in your career, I mean, hats off to Brian Westbrook. I, I still don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Especially coming he, out of Villanova. <laughs> with, with Brian Westbrook, he was one word, steady. He was exactly. always steady every season. You, you knew exactly what you were going to get out of him, and he mm-hmm. delivered. 
All right, so Brian Westbrook is the good second running back the off the board. Yeah, that's that's really good value there. Jordan gets an all-around weapon. His first skill position player of the draft. Gino, you're up here uh, with the pick in the seventh round and then the first in the eighth. I have to go with Trent Cole. I mean, to have yeah. arguably the second best pass rusher in Eagles history this late in the draft is is crazy to me. I, I was shocked that he lasted this long. But if if Clyde Simmons was there, I was going to take him. So I'm glad that you took him because I was I was going to snag him at this pick here. And and to me, Trent just man, he had some unbelievable pass rush moves. I think that really was his game was his ability because he was an undersized pass rusher by every stretch of the imagination a smaller guy, but his use of hands was just so, I mean, you could say elite to a level and his pass rush too. Like he was, yeah, his whole arsenal of pass rush moves was you turn, you you talk about turning on tape to teach kids. Trent Cole is somebody that you want to be teach tape all the time because he was, you talk about consistency at that position. He was just always there and delivered for that team. Yeah, you're right. It was, for me, it was a tough choice. I, I was debating between him or Graham. I think it's just more along the lines of what you want as a personal preference. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah. Graham because of his versatility. He they did a lot, lot of, of the same things, things for the those teams in two different eras, I would say. I think it's the same logic, uh, Lars. Same thing with me with Clyde Simmons. Like Trent Cole really considered that pick there. But the combo of like wanting to combine different eras of Eagles football and also Clyde Simmons is just a fan favorite of mine. Um, that's that's why I went with Simmons as well. But Trent Cole, great value there in the sixth round, or excuse me, seventh. Gino, your first pick here in the eighth. I feel like I have to go offense, but I feel like Jim Johnson, like I, I just feel him like running through me, and I just want to have this like <laughs> I'm a Jim yeah. Johnson guy through and through. I, I think Buddy definitely gets his praise, but to me, Jim Johnson was the best defensive mind that Philadelphia has ever seen. Nobody will ever. I, Oh, nobody will ever change my mind on that, man. I mean, what he did with blitzes and just how he was just able to just disguise things. I feel like he was so far ahead of his the generation in, in the early 2000s, man. Like, a lot of the things he did with that defense was just surreal. But, I mean, you didn't have pass rushers like Reggie White and and um, Clyde Simmons and those guys that they had on the yeah, Buddy yeah. Ryan line. So, so, to me, Jim Johnson is just – is the best to ever do it in my in my opinion. I'm going to continue adding to my defense and I I told you the nostalgia factors throwing flowing through me right now. I, I'm going to go with Bobby Taylor because I set out on a mission to draft Bobby Taylor in this class and to me he was you talk about underrated running backs and mentioning Brian Westbrook, Bobby Taylor in that unit was so good. And it was just such a great unit that I feel like if he was there by himself, he would get more recognition. But when you were there with four pro bowlers, it's Curtis, tough to yeah. get that recognition. But to me, Bobby Taylor, I still remember, I forgot who it was, but he jumped over somebody after a pick and he like put his leg like over their head. It was like one of the most surreal things like I ever saw. And he was just one of my favorite players to watch. And I feel like I got to have him and Troy Vincent just to go back to that, that Oh four defense. Yeah. He was a crazy good athlete and uh, you know, had seasons of four interceptions, five interceptions, multiple three interception seasons, uh, great instinct for the ball. And also, I mean, people kind of said Razul Douglas had a lot of Bobby Taylor traits outside of the, you know, the fluid hips and the uh, explosive athlete. But when it comes to like size, ball skill, length, 
that's that's what some people comp for Zul Douglas early on. And Bobby Taylor was that because I mean the dude was also 6'3, 216 pounds. So Gino, you've got two of the uh early two thousands cornerbacks here with Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor um in your defensive backfield. Ninety one and seventy-eight passes defended yep. collectively. So I'm doing pretty and, well. Oh, and you also got position. Brian Dawkins. So I mean it's fair. You're building back up the best defensive backfield in Eagles history. So I guess it makes totally. sense. All right, totally. so Jordan Hanskin here. You are up with your pick in the eighth round. Um, I'm doing this one kind of for fun and kind of just for my OCD purposes. I don't want my Chuck Bednarik going up against somebody else's Chuck Bednarik. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him and put him at guard. All right, fair. Um, I know that he's a center, but I, no, I think that's guard okay. is fine for him. I think it's a good spot. Um, I, and I don't want to take Kelsey away from the position that makes him great. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Then I, I just can't, I can't deal with Chuck Benerick blitzing and getting, by Chuck <laughs> Chuck it's going to be annoying. <laughs> like, do they just like explode? They just combust. <laughs> All right. That's great. I love that pick. So Jordan has both. Chuck Bednarik's on the and it's kind of funny line. that he's going to be the only yeah. Iron Man athlete of this uh, of this game. That's true. Yeah, you have the <laughs> Iron Man athlete of the all time Eagles draft. So there you go, Hanskin with the second Chuck Bednarik in the eighth round. So I'm up here on the clock, and um, I have a nice balance. I'm happy with where I'm at so far, but I'm going to continue to build around Carson Wentz and I'm, I'm going back and forth between receiver here. And, you know, a tight end, maybe offensive lineman, but I like a lot of the depth still at the wide receiver position. And I got Harold Carmichael. So I'm going to go with, to me, one of the best Eagles weapons in the history of the team. And it's not flashy, but this to me is going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. And it's Carson Wentz's favorite target. And it's Zach Ertz. I just, I want a guy that I can rely on to move the chains at a consistent rate. Um, and I think, you know, him and Wentz, they've got that chemistry. And in Madden, I think those two are going to click really well. And um, I go with the first tight end and it's Zach Ertz. I think it's brilliant when you're, he was, he was my draft. other, he was my other thought there, yeah. but my OCD prevailed. <laughs> well think about this like a lot of us who have played Madden growing up what's one of the, the two easiest targets were running back and tight end True. running like the inside in four verticals and... when they run that little hitch inside all the mm-hmm. time man works every time oh yeah i mean i i like i love that pick you're getting you're getting the best tight end in the history of the team and to me, one of the best to ever do it from just a receiving yeah, standpoint. Yeah, he's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He just, he's, you know, he, he's not the flashy run after the catch guy like George Kittle is and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Yep. So reliable, though. And I'll, I'll take that on my offense 10 times out of 10. All right, Laris, you're up here with the last pick in the eighth round and the first and the ninth. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hesitate. I, I feel like my defense is, my defense is a little bit thin. I'm going to take Seth Joyner. Oh, great pick. Good pick. One of yeah, the best man. ever, man. Dude got 100 tackles every year, it felt like. I mean, at least six and a half sacks. Stud. Yeah, you, you think about it. 52 sacks, 24 picks in his career. Yep. He was as balanced as you can get for a linebacker. He wasn't just a thumper. He could play He could, He could. play the ball in the air. Yep. I. It's just amazing to think that I think Seth Joyner never gets talked about enough with how good he was. He was an eighth-round pick. Yeah, there's not even eight rounds anymore. Texas El Paso. <laughs> I mean, so it's a great pick. Um, Joiner, yeah, that that's a great pick there, Lars, and just another one of those studs in that 
late 80s, early 1990s defense. It is one of, I mean, uh, Football Outsiders thinks the 1991 defense is the best of all time from a DVOA standpoint. So uh, Seth Joyner, one of the key players in that unit. Lars takes him with the last pick in the eighth round. And Lars, you have another pick here in the ninth. So I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go edge rusher again. I'm actually, I'm going to take probably one of the most underrated players that the Eagles ever had. And that's Hugh Douglas. I agree. I don't, yeah, he doesn't get enough. I think he's very similar to Clyde Simmons, where you kind of look at his numbers and you're like, whoa, I didn't really think he was that productive. All right. So Lars goes with Hugh Douglas there, the first pick in the ninth round. So I'm up on the clock. Once again, I'm going to stick with the theme of offensive skill position players. Um, I don't know if this is the third best running back in Eagles history. You could probably argue Steve Van Buren is that. I just, it's very hard for me to take a 1940s running back. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, very, it's, it's very hard. For me Lars to will lose to, no sleep. Yeah, right. But it's, uh, it's hard for me to like argue for Steve Van Buren over the talents I see in the modern day. And even not just modern day, but the guy I'm going with is Ricky Waters. Um, over, to me again, McCoy, Westbrook, the two best, most talented Eagles running backs in their history. I think Miles Sanders is right there too when it comes to a um, versatility standpoint as a receiver and a runner. But I'm taking Lars's alma mater, an order Dame guy, Ricky Waters, who was only with the Eagles for three years. But, you know, we talked about T.O., the impact he had in such a short time with the team. Ricky Waters was the same way. He surpassed 1,000 yards in all three years had a season of uh, 1,273 yards and 11 touchdowns. The following year, 1996, uh, 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns. And this is a receiver, too. 62 receptions his first year with the Eagles, 51 the second, and 48 the next year. So this is, a again, a weapon in the backfield that I want to pair up with Carson Wentz. And um, you know now I feel like I have a good amount of balance on my offense with explosiveness with waters and Harold Carmichael, but also the size of Carmichael and Zach Ertz. I think I'm, I'm building around Wentz pretty well. So I'm going with Ricky waters there. Lars, I thought you were going to really target him, but uh, the McCoy pick first overall, and you can have two running backs, but I thought I had, I wanted to make sure I snagged him here before you decided to go with an RB two. I, I, I have, I have a plan in mind. I, I love Ricky <laughs> waters, but I was Sean McCoy. He's, he's going to do most of the work anyway, sure. so it's not like I, I, I had Waters at some point in the draft. Waters, so Waters was Josh Adams later. <laughs> <laughs> also, Waters was a key reason, I think the key reason, the Eagles won that playoff game in 1995 against Detroit. Remember, their starting quarterback was Rodney Pete, and they had only won one playoff game in 92 in like a 20-year span. So Waters was huge for that team in such a short amount of time, and I think he was kind of a fan favorite that I wanted here. Um, so I wanted to take Ricky Waters with that pick. And Jordan Hanskin, your pick in the ninth round is on the clock. Yeah, um, I'm going to stick to my O-line. I want to I wanna keep building it out. You only got um, two spots so, left. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, Isaac Sayamalu. Wow. Get a, get a modern-day player at right guard. Is he Talk the about like, overdraft? <laughs> mm. Let's take There's my first him. mistake. He, I have him ranked as the eighth overall interior offensive lineman. Other players available, Jermaine Mayberry and Jim Ringo. So, I don't know. I will say, though, yeah, Amalu, <laughs> he, had a, he had a rocky start the, the first year and the, the second year as well, you know, getting benched for Wisniewski. But he's really coming to his own. He's surrounded by Hall of Famers up front. But last year, I mean, that guy, I don't think he gets talked about enough how good he was inside. Totally agreed. And I think Jermaine Mayberry is the same thing, man. I mean, he played in Philly from 96 to 04. Like, he was on some damn good teams. Like, he was on some damn good offenses. And I think Sam is the same way. Like, he's kind of in the middle of a mix of some damn good offensive lines. 
Yep. So he is going to go next to his uh, teammate right now that he's next to on the Eagles offensive line uh, and Jason Kelsey. So Jordan's got a good offensive line, though. I mean, Sam Alu is your fourth lineman, fourth best lineman. Not bad with Jason Peters, Chuck Bednarik, and Jason Kelsey as well up front. We go to Gino now with back-to-back picks here in the ninth and tenth round. All right. I am going to go with Jeremiah Trotter here. I need a dang good linebacker. I, I only need one linebacker. And the what a sound effect for the Jeremiah Trotter pick by Hans. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my one favorite One of the greatest Eagle. celebrations in Eagles history when you would record a big hit. I'm bringing back together that 0-4 defense. And you yeah, you really are. All right. Due so the Hoss. Jeremiah Trotter is the pick here in the ninth round. All right, so Gino, you're on the clock here with your 10th pick. So who are you going to go with here? Terrell Owens is your one of your wide receivers on offense, and you have two linemen uh, with Trey Thomas and Todd Harriman. So your defense is stacked. You're building that 2004 defense. Jeremiah Trotter, your last pick at middle linebacker. Uh, are you going offense here, buddy? Yeah, I am going offense, and I'm going with a guy at wide receiver <laughs> who is a Hall of Famer in Chris Carter. and yep. Put him across from Terrell Owens, and I think I have a hell of a combination. I mean, he's eighth. I mean, simply because of what he did with Philadelphia. Right. I mean, exactly. his time was cut short for sure, but he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver, and yeah. him and To together are going to be incredible. That's a, that's a great combo for whoever your quarterback's going to be. So Hanskin and Geno still do not have a quarterback, but again, I'm drafting Kevin Cobb and I'm rolling. With <laughs> <laughs> Geno's just going to run a quarterback. We're playing like chicken it. right now. We're playing yeah. chicken for. Uh, <laughs> For quarterback, you guys are Gino's going to run a quarterback by committee with like AJ Feely, Kevin Cobb, <laughs> and Jeff Garcia. Hey, AJ Feely almost beat the undefeated Patriots. I so know I he did. I remember that. And uh, maybe you'll sprinkle in some Doug Peterson there as well as signal caller. But oh, oh now that's an idea. Yeah, I'm going to consider. <laughs> so if you want to just make quarterback a total joke and just build like just studs around him, what you kind of are, you're getting there. Uh, Doug Peterson, you can take Doug Peterson. So proving uh, that quarterback doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know if that's the, that's the, if that's the route you want to take here, buddy. All right, so Chris Carter and Jeremiah Trotter are Geno's back-to-back picks in round nine and round ten. We wrap back around to Jordan Hanskin. I'm going to finish off the O-line, John Runyon. Great pick. Damn it. Damn Damn. It. His line is so good. Damn. I know. <laughs> just just I know. Fill, find the hole, buddy. I guess you don't need him. I mean, you could take a mobile quarterback if you want, but in front of or behind Jason Peters, Chuck McNarick, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samalo, and John Runyon, whoever you got. I mean, he's going to Bradford's uh, going to have uh, no trouble. <laughs> he can just sit there. Sammy sleeves. All right. So Jordan <laughs> takes John Runyon there with his pick. Damn. Damn him. All right, so my offense is looking pretty good. I've got six players there compared to just three defensive players. I like my defensive line with Clyde Simmons and Fletcher Cox so far. I got Leto Shepard as one of my corners. Um, I'm going to stick with defense here, and I think I'm going to go – I want another corner. So I'm going to comp- I'm gonna pair up Leto Shepard with his teammate on the opposite side um, in that secondary. Geno's going with like the early 2000s cornerback combo of Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. I'm going to go with their predecessors, Lito Shepard and now Sheldon Brown, who talk about hits. You know, Hanskin talked about Malcolm Jenkins on Brandon Cooks in the Super Bowl. Uh, Sheldon Brown on Reggie Reggie Bush, right, in that 2006 playoff game, right? Greatest hit of all time. Oh, my gosh. That hit. I mean, the dude I thought Reggie Bush was forever dead. Now. Yeah, so, I thought he died. <laughs> that was, I mean, holy cow. So I'm going to put him with Sheldon Brown or she- uh, Leo Shepard, excuse me, with Sheldon Brown in my secondary with my two corners. Uh, Lars, you're up here. Back-to-back picks in round 10 and 11. 
Yeah, I, I have to admit, I'm looking at my offensive line. I'm thinking, uh, oh boy. I uh, <laughs> Good thing you have Cunningham, right? I mean, this is what he had to deal with in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And <laughs> I think with, I'm actually, I'm going to take, I'm going to go offensive tackle this time. I'm going to take Jerry Sismore. All right. Lars is going with the old school lineman. I yeah, like him. He's, he's getting the dogs. He's getting the dogs. <laughs> so many holding calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speed rushers. Reggie Lars, White is so excited. Bob, either that or Bob Brown who played back in the sixties. I, yeah. I, I admit I I've kind of put myself in a pretty bad hole now with, with the offensive line. Well, your line's not terrible. Wister, Brooks, and Sizemore. I mean, that's that's solid. It, it's not what Jordan's got, but um, you know, you're you're working there. You've got you've got four of your, or excuse me, you got three of your five done. Uh, here's your next pick around eleven. So I, with that, I've been kind of bandying back and forth. So I took, I had to take an offensive lineman. I look overall at my team, and I'm thinking, I I'm gonna have to pair someone at quarterback at some point. I don't have a safety yet. And I was, I figured I'm going to, I'm actually going to go back into the interior. I'm going to go stay. I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm going to stay like in, in the front four and I'm going to take Javon curse. Javon curse. I was surprised how low he was on the rankings. Well, he looked great as an Eagle. Yeah. That's, I mean, he was mm. solid. He averaged like eight sacks. Yeah, it's similar, it's similar to Carter where like he was mm. a, he was a good player with the Eagles, but he was a, he was a star. Right. Um, so that's where, I mean, in that Super Bowl uh, year, they made it in loss to the Patriots in 2004. He had seven and a half sacks. Like that was one of their big free agent signings along with T.O. But, you know, after that dealt with injuries and just was never what they thought he was going to be with the team. I mean, a huge, crazy talent in NFL history. But uh, I, I think with the Eagles, seventh was was fair. I mean, better than guys like I think Connor Barwin, Mike Mamula, Chris Long, right? But um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where he belongs. But that's, that's a good pick, man, for, for that defensive line with you've got Brandon Graham as well and Hugh Douglas. Lars, you, your front is is pretty good. And we're going to have to build these these front fours to go after this crazy wall that is Jordan Hanskins' offensive yeah, line. That's, and, I, I feel uh, like that's why we got Graham, Curse, and Douglas. You have a lot of versatility there and some speed. So I think I'm going to kind of stick with that theme because I got to get after whoever Hanson's quarterback is going to be. <laughs> and uh, I've, got, I've got Fletcher Cox. I've got Clyde Simmons. I really like that. Um, and I'm going to go with an eagle from the 80s. And it is Greg Brown, a defensive end slash defensive tackle. I'm going to put him here at defensive uh, defensive end. So he'll go opposite Clyde Simmons. That's where he played for the most part and uh, had some good years there and, and, and running 84 to 86, 16 sacks, 13 sacks, and then nine. This is a player. I don't have any guys from the eighties. So I, again, I want to keep combining eras and I think Greg Brown with Simmons and Cox will, uh, will do just fine. So I got to keep yeah. building these, these trenches. Yeah. For me, it was a coin flip between that, but I just growing up and having been able to watch Javon curse when I was a kid and just how much of a beast he was. Yes. I oh, mean, in fairness, we are all younger, too. We're all younger football analysts, so we're going to be more prone to, you know, believe in what we've seen. So that that is definitely reasonable. Um, so, But I, I do the numbers with Greg Brown. It does show he was one of the Eagles' best linemen in the 80s. Brown is my third defensive lineman here picked. Now we go to Jordan Hanskin with his pick in the 11th round. Yeah, so um, I want to keep my trenches going, and Damn, I'm going to take uh, keep riding it. <laughs> Andy Andy Harmon, defensive right. tackle. Man, Reggie White, Andy Harmon. So you've taken now. Let's see, two, three, four, five, six, seven linemen. Also, a so middle my, linemen. my plan is like I want my lines to just be like loaded, and then I trust myself to take 
you know, a few wide receivers, couple couple skill guys that I think will mesh well. And then I'll then I'll have my quarterback and he'll just be able to fling it around. Harmon was a good player. He kind of came after that like legendary era of Eagles defense. Um, his best years were in 93 to 95. Uh, a good run, 11 and a half rich, sacks. Yeah, that was the rich Kotite era. Yeah, 94, he had nine sacks. And then in 95, he had 11. So he had a pretty good three-year run there uh, for the Eagles. So Andy Harmon there for Jordan at defensive tackle. All right, Gino, you're on the clock. You're with the last pick in the 11th round and the first and the 12th. So, I mean, this – pick is tough because I, I feel like I have to move this player to a position that he might not be as apt to excel at, but he is a player that lined up there. And I'm going to put Jermaine Mayberry at right tackle. He did line up as a right tackle in the early night or in the late nineties, yep. but he played most of his time at guard. I mean, just listen to this dude in 123 games. He only ever had eight holding calls. I mean, that's surreal. Yeah, man. I mean, he played quite for some quite good teams for the Eagles and man, he, he really was a guy that I think was underrated. You talk about underrated Eagles of all time. I mean, he played 16, 15, 13, 16, 16, five and 12 games for the Eagles, a guy that was very, very durable for this team and just was consistent and helped get them to some good places on some good offensive lines. And with him and Trey Thomas, I feel like I have some good bookends. 100%. So that is Gino's third offensive lineman taken. He's also got Trey Thomas and Todd Harriman's. You're up again here in the 12th round. So here I, I feel like we all have to kind of build a good defensive line to get after that hands get offensive line. <laughs> and to me, you can try. I know <laughs> the next man up. I got to say is probably Corey Simon. Like he's one I of would the say next. So. Yeah. yeah I, I have to just keep that interior tough. Jerome Brown and Corey Simon with Trent Cole. I, I think I have a pretty good top three so far. Yeah, Corey Simon, really good player there for the Eagles in the 2000s. Oh, yeah, um, the that's, a, that's, a, that's a good defensive line. You're, Gino, you might have, like, Hanskins, I would say so far, is the best offensive line. Um, I like Lars' skill position players the best, although I really like my trio of Waters, Carmichael, and Ertz. But you, I think, clearly right now have – I mean, and Lars, I really do like your defense, but – I, I mean, Gino's building those early 2000s defenses that were just incredible. And I, I think overall right now, you've you've mostly gone defense. It's it's a pretty complete unit. Yeah, Simon wasn't there for long, but man, he, in his time here, he was just a, right. a freaking beast. We're like, kind of at the point of the draft now where we're taking most of like the, the very long tenured Eagles, you know, historic stars, Hall of Fame level players are off the board. Where now, I think the strategy kind of now is to look at you know, maybe these players were only there for, you know, a short time, but were they extremely impactful when they were there? And I think a guy like Corey Simon is like that. Um, so I, I think that definitely makes sense. All right, Jordan Hanskin, you are on the clock. Can't go any more offensive linemen. Sorry, buddy. You've got uh, two of your de- defensive linemen taken, Reggie White and Andy Harmon. I go He's going to run the T for the whole game. <laughs> Damn skill position player. <laughs> so uh, um, I'm gonna actually not going to take a skill position player. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I think defensively, one of my biggest concerns is that my linebacker is not a great coverage guy because nobody's throwing the ball when he played. <laughs> so I'm going to counter him with my Sam linebacker being Nigel Bradham. All right, Shocker, X-Bill. Ah, that's Excellent, right. Is that, his, 
He's, uh, that's his second ex-Bill, uh, as well as Jason Peters here. But Nigel Bradham is perfect. I think he's the perfect like complement to uh, Benarek. But yeah, Bradham, uh, one of the best defensive players for the Eagles over the last four years. And again, like I was saying, uh, you know, we, we bag on Jim Schwartz a lot on this pod, I think justly so, but... You know, he does have a lot of say when it comes to defensive, you know, talent acquisition with Howie Roseman. Nigel Bradham was handpicked, I think, by Schwartz, bringing him from Buffalo with him. And uh, that was a great decision. So I like the pick of Nigel Bradham there to go with Chuck Benarik. And I'm up on the clock here once again. I only have two offensive linemen here, Lane Johnson and Evan Mathis. Uh, a guy on the left, a guy on the right. So I love those two players, but I got to continue to bolster that part because I think every team here has got some really good pass rushers. So. I'm gonna go with Bob Brown here. I'm gonna get my. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my other tackle. I'm gonna put him on the the left side, and uh, I think I think that's the way I'm gonna go here. A Hall of Fame level player. Yeah, he played a long time ago, but one of the best Eagles offensive linemen of all time uh, to pair with Lane Johnson. So I go with Bob Brown um, with my pick in the twelfth round, I believe. Right? Yes, that is correct. All right, Lars, you have back to back picks here now in round twelve and thirteen. I I really wanted Bob Brown. Damn it! Had, right, to, I'm gonna have to, had to pick him up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to shift gears, but I, I feel like I'm I'm also gonna take an offensive lineman. I'm gonna take Sean Andrews. Okay, and I feel like he's a okay. he's a name that gets lost to where he only played six seasons with the Eagles. He was a two time Pro Bowler. He was a first team All Pro, and I I feel like with him, unfortunately, injuries kind of kind of derailed his career. But I mean, when he played. You don't, you don't become a first-team All-Pro in the NFL if you didn't have talent. Oh, for sure. And I, I no. feel like that's that's someone who I who can help flesh out my offensive line who, I mean, I feel like it's not particularly great. I mean, he's part of the 75th anniversary team for the Eagles for yep. with Sean Andrews. All right, so there you have it, the first 13 rounds of our all-time Eagles draft right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Louis DiBiase alongside Gino Camilleri, Lars Lewis, and Jordan Hanskin. We have another 15 rounds tomorrow as, again, we are going through a complete lineup on both offense and defense of the all-time Eagles greats in every single era. Four rosters, myself, Lars, Gino, and Jordan playing the general manager role, and we're going to put all these rosters into Madden and watch these simulations next week. So really excited to continue to do this fun series with you guys. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so tomorrow you get the second half of our all-time Eagles draft, and then make sure to follow us on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at LOE and at Gino underscore LOE to get updates on when you can watch the video simulations of this all-time Eagles league now, basically what we're doing on YouTube. you got to subscribe to the YouTube account, Locked On Eagles, to find it. We'll post the links on Twitter. So uh, be sure to stay tuned for all of that. We'll see you tomorrow with the second half of the All-Time Eagles draft. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And fly, Eagles, fly.